2: Hey, Stu's, thanks so much for downloading the podcast. So tonight's episode, we recorded on Christmas Eve, Eve. I love Christmas Eve. And it was after the Kings lost to the T-Wolves. Let me just say this. We compared tonight's podcast to a Kings game. We compared it to the Kings Rockets game without De'Aaron Fox. We faced some adversity. There were tears tonight, but we got through it. I do want to say this too. Thank you so much for all the support. This week with what went down with my dog Carlin. You guys have been amazing. So anyway, enjoy this roller coaster ride. That was the Deuce and Mo podcast. And enjoy the holiday. And now let's start the show. Hit my music. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. They tell you what they know.
0: Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Deuce and
2: Mo, the podcast that you know. hey welcome into the deuce and mole podcast we are recording this on christmas eve. eve eve the night before my favorite day of the entire year christmas eve I'm legit happy about it. I'm not happy about what went down at Golden One Center tonight. Yeah. We're going to try to make sense of what went down tonight, and we'd love to welcome back in studio. We missed her last night when I did a night chat on my phone, and before that, in Orlando, we welcome back in studio Morgan Reagan. Yay. She says, my gas tank's on empty. And I I said, well, guess what? I'm like an EV. Plug me in. I'm ready to go. I don't care how little sleep I've had over the last couple of days. We are here. We're live. The families are gathering around all over the country to watch this episode tonight because there's nothing like the Christmas Eve Eve episode. I'm Juice Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. Each and every one of our podcasts presented by our friends of our Northwest Exteriors. Check out northwestexteriors.com. So, the Kings back on the home floor second. Now I have a back-to-back. The T-Wolves in town. Number one team in the Western Conference, but without Carl Anthony Towns. The Kings were without Malik Monk. And, man, did they miss him tonight. Kings lose on the home floor. They failed to score 100 points. Yes. For the fifth time in a game this season, for perspective, that happened four times all of last year. They lose to Minnesota tonight 110 298 i'm Juice. we welcome back morgan how you doing mo
3: i'm i'm really good i'm so good and just thinking about this this is so so bad what so when you just called you just said they did it without carl anthony towns for some reason all night long could not think of Cat's name being Carl Anthony's town, Anthony Towns. You just called him Cat. I well, but that What'd which is which is obviously fine. Yeah, yeah I yeah. called him Cat. But for some reason, my brain like I just was like I can't remember his name for some reason. It's like one of the easiest names I think because I did so many G League games and like put so many names into my brain, and I was just like, it's not there. Like it, I doing
2: two games a day with players you don't know and traveling back to Sacramento. It's a lot. So I get you it. You
3: saying that just made me feel really good. I'm like, oh, my brain. Click, click, click.
2: It's back. It's back. back. Well, Christmas Eve, Eve Are you excited?
3: I, yeah, I'm excited. I just, it, it would have been nice. It's like one of those things. Matt Barnes mentioned this too. It's like when you go into the holidays, it's just nice to like go in feeling good. Like it. it's even if they're lost was a little bit more competitive consistently tonight, it'd be like, oh man, they played so well in four quarters. It's like it's another story of they got in a hole. There was a lot of resiliency there at the end. That was really fun to watch. Really fun. And then it just didn't end well.
2: You have to play perfect basketball. After in you that, situation. Do that, yeah.
1: I mean, you
3: dig
2: yourself a huge, huge yes. deficit. You're down by 20 plus again. They've been down 20 times, excuse me, 20 plus 8 times this season mm. in a game. Mm-mm-mm. And so the Kings after losing tonight are 17 and 11 and it just makes me think. Uh-oh. Oh Monty please. Oh, oh Monty, Monty please.
3: Please make a change before deadline. <laughs> yes, I like... Oh!
2: Oh, oh Monty please. Oh Monty please. I could I use some, some defense. defense.
3: I, I need, need some, some guys, guys to get some buckets. Bucket. Oh dude What? You gotta like remember the I need some guys to
2: get buckets? Can you say get?
3: Uh yeah, we're almost brain it's a click click explode not a bad song but you're not wrong it's 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 funny it's like everyone needs these tweaks in the league when you start seeing these better teams yeah. in your conference and you go huh? Oh, well shit we also need to make some changes sure but be the be the team to make those changes and get those pieces before someone else does
2: okay so let's talk about what went wrong tonight we'll talk more about hey if we had a christmas wish Mm. for the Sacramento Kings what would it be we'll talk about that in some big picture items but you know tonight we could talk about the the offensive struggles where they were missing shots early right they were mm-hmm. 0 for 7 from downtown I believe in the first quarter De'Aaron Fox made the Kings first three of the game in the second quarter and the Kings were able to make a little bit of a push but before we get there they're missing shots. Yeah. That happens. I think my biggest problem with tonight is they could not stop Minnesota inside. I mean, Minnesota had 44 points in the paint at the half go bear was getting some easy looks
3: kyle anderson was oh. was beating it in and it's like and then oh uh, you're gonna expect that from ant and and even go even in a two-man game lob threat all those things i it was more disappointing when it just felt like there wasn't enough resistance on the other guys which by the way it's not like the other guys are just random guys either on this on this t-wolves team but it was just disappointing because i just felt like the kings could have done a better job
2: go bear i thought really impacted things he had 21 points he had 17 rebounds in this game he had a couple of blocks i feel like the kings were hesitant to go at him you know and i think that's been the case when they've seen him in the past too except that last game when they played in minnesota where they scored a ton of points got up and down the floor they really made some things happen but i, I saw it the other night against boston too where porzingis changed a lot of shots from sacramento and that impacted things and i thought Gobert bear did a great job creating some extra possessions just by getting his hand on a ball or yeah. getting an offensive rebound. He had six offensive rebounds in Damn. the game, six of their seven. And for perspective, Sacramento as a team tonight had eight offensive rebounds real fast in the go bear front. We, hey, I made fun of it too. I was like, God, this is such mm. a clunky fit. Let's talk about that. Cause it's I a, did the same thing. And you know, Minnesota got slammed for the trade. The, because they gave him so much to get Gobert, and the fit didn't mm-hmm. look right and look when cat's back i don't know how great of a fit it truly is long term but they're winning they're 22 and six yeah. right now and the other thing we said is like hey man uh, was he the best center in the trade utah got walker kessler and oh, we know walker kessler is not having the mm-hmm. season he did last year he's coming off the bench and Cooper is playing some really good basketball right some now.
3: Really, I mean, you talked about those offensive rebounds, but if, like you said, getting a hand on the ball, he was tipping that basketball out, creating so many second chance opportunities, and just that that extra effort. There's something different about his game, and there's been something different about his game this year to have to help lead this team to be the number one team in the Western Conference. And yeah, I joked. Way too much about, oh, I do bigs. So you're going in that direction while the NBA is going in the outer direction. <laughs> like, what? I think yeah. this is why, this is why, too, you you sometimes take a step back, reflect, and go. And I did say this a few times. I said, maybe they know something I don't know. And I truly mentioned that multiple times, but it just felt so clunky and weird. But it's worth it. Oh, who are they going to have to trade to make sure Ant is the guy? Wow. We're going to have to get rid of Cat, blah blah. And I know you keep talking about long term. That's that. It, it. But right now, Deuce, they don't need to talk about it. They don't need to talk about it.
2: They probably don't this year, and depending on how this, then great. I love this. Sounds like we're doing a T Wolves podcast. Wait, it, we're, we're not. We're going to talk more about Cat coming up. <laughs> All right, guys. up uh, who's our uh, rock and soul? Uh, I I don't know what I was going to go. I should have come up with a Minnesota tie-in. I messed up. My first improv tonight was good, right? A little, oh, Monty, please, oh, Monty. This one was not good. We move on. Let's talk. Why do you think it went wrong tonight? So Sacramento is at 17 and 11, which is a better record than they had at this time last year, right? I love that. But it feels so much different. Oh, it does. Way different. It does. I think I just leave after. The Kings just had a 4-2 homestand, too. So I'm trying to check myself. Like, all right. Let's acknowledge they've had some injuries, guys in now out the lineup. Yep, yep. They, they're still seventeen and eleven. Check yourself. But then I go, dude, these losses. I'm sorry, you can't be getting t- down twenty plus. And I think the two losses this week, you got blown out by Boston, mm-hmm. and then this Minnesota game where you were down big, had to rally back to make it a game. You go, well, these are kind of kind of like a measuring stick game. It you kind of figure out maybe where you're at at this point. And you go, ooh. This is not good. We saw them play the Clippers, too, and I know they beat Minnesota earlier this year, so Yay. I'm not trying to overreact to sure. one game. But at 17 and 11... Jaden McDaniels didn't play. Yeah, he didn't play in that first matchup. He had an impact. But I it just it feels so different right now. And I guess my question is, are the Kings the team we're seeing in a game like tonight? Or are they the team we see against Phoenix? Or is it like, no, this is just... They're a good team that is not amongst the elite because so, they... Like, where are you at with So,
3: that? I think this is how I, I'm trying. This is where I'm going with it. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, you disagree, or whatever. You know, Keegan, especially in the beginning of this year, was trying to really figure out how to be an elite slash really good defender, right? We're just going to go really good defender. We're not yeah. even going to go elite yet. We're just going to go really good defender, um, which was going to help him become a two-way player. When he was trying to push an experience and go for that, it was maybe taking away from his offensive game or like his legs weren't getting under him. His shot was a little off. It was a lot of conditioning that needed to happen, but he needed those NBA minutes to grow and experience all these things. My point to this is I feel like this team has tried making so many Adjustments to not be the same team that they were last year that they're gonna have to go through these very strange growing pains like Keegan started to do in experiences to become what Mike Brown wants them to become. That's what Keegan did to become what Mike Brown wanted him to become. Does that make a little bit of sense? I it does,
2: d- and I think it what it comes down to is like you're right they're they're trying some different things yeah. and but the other thing is last year. Not every year is going to be the same, right? Mm-hmm. Like you are going to have a carbon copy of what happened last year. And you saw it with Keegan's slow start. But De'Aaron's been awesome, right? He's been mm-hmm. amazing. So, mm-hmm, bonus mm-hmm. has been really good too. Monk on another Monk. level. But those have been the four guys. Last year, I mean, you think about last season. Spread it was out. A, Kevin Herter. The guy was incredible last year. Mm-hmm. And this year... Been a major disappointment. Like, there's no other way to put it with Kevin. I knew his numbers were going to... It's not about his, like, averages dipping to me. It's like, there are too many games this year where Mike Brown goes, you know what, I'm taking him out early third. I'm not putting back in. He played 16 minutes tonight. And there's too many games when his shot's not falling that it impacts other parts of his game. And so... This is a theme now where he's not performing at the level he performed last year at all. Yeah. And so on a night like tonight, where you're missing Malik Monk, who's so important, who else is gonna step up? The bench, it's like, who do you trust on your bench at this point? I... Keon had a bad game. Duarte's been really disappointing. Before you move
3: on, okay. I have a hard time calling him a major disappointment. I just didn't want Kevin to. Kevin Her? I, I just have a hard time using oh, that I, I phrase. Think, I think it's been
2: really disappointing. Absolutely. This year. You can you can Why why do you have a problem with that?
3: I, I... I honestly think, like, not only, sure, have we seen flashes, whatever. Like, you can call flashes. You saw him get out of that funk, all those things. Um, It's not like it's health that has been putting him in a different direction. I feel like his leash is shorter, which is saying, look, if you're not doing this, this, and this in those minutes, how are you going to respond? He's not responding. And we can go with... That it's him being the disappointment, but I just feel like there's too many things that are factoring in to be like, to to just put him in that category. Does I don't know if that makes sense either.
2: I mean, I just disagree. I just think he's been disappointed. I mean, he's just that's not, fine.
3: Yeah, he, I, we he, disagree.
2: Well, what did he do last year? He had over 200 threes and shot. from three-point land.
3: And was fantastic in the mid-range, too, and in that two-man game with Domas Sabonis. Absolutely. But I also think when you are defined or have carved your way in a sport as a certain something, and for him it's like being a shooter, and then he started discovering different things about his games, and sure, he hasn't brought that fully into this season, but I see it there. It's just not consistent. And I think sometimes Mike Brown and the direction that Mike Brown is going, it's like everyone has some shorter leashes and that can really screw with guys, but that's on you to figure it out. I'm not acting like that's not on. Like, he has to reflect and go, okay. If I'm going to get these 15 minutes on the floor, what can I do to keep my ass out there on the floor? If I'm not scoring points, what else am I doing? Am I crashing every board? Am I, um, you know, getting every deflection? And I feel like there's moments he's still. It's still good, but it's just not good enough for Mike Brown.
2: Okay, this is how I'm looking at it, though. Yeah, if you're in a situation where there are multiple times in a season that you're starting shooting guard yeah. only plays like 16 minutes. That's not good. No, I mean this not. month, Morgan 32 minutes, he played three straight games of 17 minutes, 20 minutes, 25, 23, 16, 27. And tonight 15. Yeah. Like, and and not he's not, he's
3: n- he's not doing <laughs> something obviously like to have that longer leash. But at the same time, I just think that it's kind of like how we keep seeing Davion with the DMPs. Like, whatever is going on there has happened, and it's happened. Whatever is going on with Kevin Herter and, like, the relationship with – I don't even think it's a relationship thing, but, like, whatever it is for him to have a short leash leash and Mike Brown to have higher standards for him that he is not meeting, it is on him, but I just feel like it's still – there and I i think disappointing season is just so hard for me to like describe it as that. If
2: he's had a disappointing no. first 28 games. Like, what do you what would make you feel better about it? I'm not saying just because I'm saying he's having a disappointing season is not me declaring that his season is going to be bad the whole year. I don't think I'm that just, it's it's I was just at 17 and 11. Little... I think I, how I look at it is the Kings have weaknesses. But they're still 17 and 11. And I think that's where I'm like, all right. Like, it's not like freakout time. They're not the only team having weird issues. The Lakers just went through a funk, right? And they bounced back and beat OKC by like 20 tonight when LeBron dropped 40. They just changed their starting lineup. We've seen other teams with issues in the Western Conference that like Golden State's had their issues. Okay. Well, Draymond's gone now. They're playing some younger guys, and they've got a little softer schedule, okay, things are going a little better for them. Is that going to be sustainable? I just think there's a lot of inconsistency, and as you look at Sacramento, as we reach Christmas pretty much here, the trade deadline is not that far away. It's going to be interesting to see, like, what kind of tweaks they make, because what I, my, my whole point, it's not just to pick on Kevin Herter. Like, other the bench did not play well tonight, right? It's, okay, Fox has been outstanding. 30 mm-hmm. points a game. Keegan, has been pretty good now. Like, he's had a nice run here. Sabonis has been good, and Monk's been good. After that, there's a lot of question marks. And when you miss one of those guys, who else is going to be there? I think they're missing more scoring. Another guy that can go out, create, and get a bucket. And, of course, we know they're missing defense. I think
3: that is the fair. I And I'm just... I'm just, let me push back on my little things. Um, I think that is a fair way to describe it because I think there are multiple people that are disappointing, if you want to use the word disappointing, and or are not stepping up. And it's not even stepping up in the absence of Malik Monk being out. It's like, no, you need to bring your shit every single game. Even if you're not going to be consistent with your scoring, what else are you bringing that you brought last year to be a consistent good player to contribute and make an impact with the team, even in the minutes that you were playing. I mean, for example, like when Sasha Vazenkov went in for his eight minutes again, it's like you and I always talk on the side, like there's just something different that he adds with his length or his, you know, he's starting the pace of the game or something is, is, is coming to him more and more. It's still not enough, but at the same time, Yeah.
2: It paused again. The uh, stream paused again. We're back. Nate, let me know we're back. Austin says we're back. Frozen, like... I I guess we're having some um, issues here on a Christmas Eve show. It's really killing our Christmas Eve buzz, isn't it, Morgan Reagan?
3: Yeah, it's... I'm gonna punch... Well, maybe we should just start uh, from the top. Not funny. No. I feel
2: like we've done a bad job uh, so far talking about tonight's game specifically. I, I started to go off on a rabbit hole a little bit on some of the weaknesses.
3: That's fine. Who cares? Go. Uh, like, are you kidding me? Like, we can break down this game after we go down some freaking rabbit holes. Well,
2: I guess part of it is, like, that's what we're talking about. Yes. The, the weaknesses were kind of on display tonight against a Minnesota team. Um, yeah, because tonight, Fox had 27 points. 10 of 23, 3 of 11 from three. That three-point percentage is going to dip a little bit after tonight. Um, He had six assists. He had four rebounds. Keegan had 20 points, seven rebounds, eight of 16, three of seven from three. Got going kind of late. Sabonis with his second consecutive triple-double, now five on the season. He had 17 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Trying to go at Gobert, which wasn't going to be easy. Mm -mm. He had some nice moves on Gobert. Yeah. He
3: had some... I mean, you're talking about the dunk? dunk? No, but I was
2: talking about like a a couple of nice post moves. He's finished with his right. He faked right, went left. He was doing everything he could to get... Gobert to buy on a pump fake He's and so go so good at like recovering too
3: oh yeah i mean yeah Gobert doing a fantastic job looking better than ever and um sabonis just kept going out i'm trying to keep going through his chest i loved it i so sometimes with Sabonis, i'm just like you are not real this is so fun to watch it's so fun to see it's obviously not fun when they're down by 18 20 points um but but yeah he was he was huge tonight making everyone better with his ten assists too but you mentioned keegan murray too going off there late and that what's fun about this game is even just talking about those moments with keegan murray because so i i if they were not in that hole we can play the what if game but if they were not in that hole what would that run have been like with keegan murray scoring all those points in the fourth was that in the fourth quarter
2: yeah, he got it going in the fourth. Yeah.
3: So it was special. I mean, it was like, it was so fun seeing some of these players with this Kings team have not only these big games in the box score, but you saw the way that they were playing. And it's just like, you go, okay, what's the next step? How does this team take the next step?
2: I am super high on this team long term because of Keegan Murray. I think the guy's a stud. I mean, he's the scoring, the three-point shooting, the, the way defense. he's doing it, the defense for sure. But even some of the moves he has offensively now where it's like he's showing you a little crossover, step back three, jab step three. And then he's putting the ball on the floor. He's he got that nice little floater, little yes. mid-range floater. The that, mid-range. Yeah. It's so, he, and moving without the ball. I mean, he I, when the Kings were in the early in the first quarter when things were not going well for them then – Sabonis found him on a little give-and-go action. He had a nice dunk. Nazarid got out of the way. But he's had some nice takes to the basket recently, too.
3: It's It's been obviously so fun to see him take that part of his game to another level. But to see it tonight when you know that they're going up against some long, big people in there. that's yeah. where. How many times have we said, oh, the Kings struggle against length or whatever. And you saw there at the end, I think McDaniels had a block on De'Aaron and then might have tipped that. Three point shot that he had late as well and I'm talking like super late but um but for the most part I mean you're looking at Fox 27 point night getting to the free throw line um for four attempts but everything that he was doing was getting into the paint and just really having everyone collapse on him and still being able to connect with the rim, with the net, it was just incredible.
2: It felt like he had worked so hard for everything. Though. He did, and that's did. where Jade McDaniel's comes in. We mentioned him a bit earlier. He didn't play in that first matchup, and I remember when he was out, we we're like, "Dude, this is actually good for Sacramento because Jade McDaniel's his ability at six nine long to defend guards and bigs. Mm. I mean, he can really do it all. And then tonight, he made shit happen." offensively if jane mcdaniels is going out there playing defense like that tonight competing and then scoring 20 points you're gonna feel good like if jane mcdaniels is getting you 20 and go is getting you over 20 that's a win for minnesota yeah I mean, that's all there is to it both those guys scored over 20 tonight
3: Uh, Yeah, and it's tough to see because you go, okay, what could the Kings have done different? I mean, the Kings just have to improve their defense, and it's not—they do,
2: but I mean, the second half was much better for them. It
3: was; they weren't uh, T Wolves weren't scoring as much.
2: Twenty-two points they gave up in the third quarter, twenty-nine in the fourth.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's why they got back in it. But, but again, like, so why? Why do all those shitty? mental lapses happen that get them into the hole that allow these line drives and easy little turnaround jumpers in the paint for these other teams.
2: Well, I think part of it too, I mean, at least early on, I felt like Gobert definitely got some easy looks. I thought Anthony Edwards had some looks You're just like how? Like some takes the basket. Anthony Edwards is unbelievable. So good. We even mentioned him tonight. He had 34 points. He also had 10 assists five rebounds, 13 of 27 shooting. He was just three of 12 from three, but that's a great night for him. I think the trade that should be talked about more with Minnesota is the Conley trade. They went from D'Angelo Russell <laughs> to Mike Conley, and Conley doesn't need to score 18 a game like he did in Memphis, where he had to take more of an offensive scoring burden right on those teams and play defense. Now he's surrounded with defenders, mm-hmm. right? He used to have to be one of like the, the lockdown guys. Yeah. Now he could be one of those help defenders where it's like, all right, Jane McDaniel's is doing a great job. I'm gonna come over and swipe at this ball, right? He's gonna be and so defensively great help defender, smart defender, and then offensively, he's just another guy that can get into, get you into your shit if necessary, and his ability to hit the corner three has been crucial that is such a massive upgrade where all of a sudden they go from Russell to Conley big upgrade. And then Utah loses him and their season falls apart.
3: Yeah, no, in it, you, you think about creating a defense that can help someone with maybe flaws or just cover those flaws up and you go, okay, that's where you hope a team with, not a whole bunch of individual elite defenders, that is the direction that they can go. And I feel like at times you look at the Kings and Mike Brown and their system and like that's where they want to go. But then there's these other times I feel like, ooh, are there just not enough of those guys? What?
2: It's just this team this year. It's frustrating.
3: Oh, is that you frustrated?
2: Yeah, it's my... It's I, more, it's not frustrated, it's disappointed, like, man, like, let's, for this homestand, for example, they go four and two. Mm-hmm. That's a great homestand, yeah, yeah. If they had played like a tight game with Boston and lost, yeah. and then played a tight game with Minnesota, aren't we feeling a little different? If they played competitive down in, two, in yes. LA against the Clippers, we're like, hey man, look, they're, yes, they're they gotta find ways to beat these teams, but they're in it. It's just the the manner of which this is happening, where tonight you get down by 22, and it's like, yeah, you get down by 22 with like seven minutes to go. You have to play perfect basketball, and they got it to five. It looked like it could have been a game at the end, but you dig yourself these holes. You know, the, the Boston game. You got blitzed in the second half. The Clippers game. You are never really in it.
3: Well... That's why when you say, Well, what's the biggest difference this year when you look at the record and everything? I mean, that's pretty much it. When you look at how the way that they are losing and we've talked about that all year long. And you can go back to the game and games and go, Oh, who was hurt here? Or yeah. Where was the health and everything? And I just also I just saw uh Someone in the chat, I think it was Jay that said something like, Benches for the most part are inconsistent people. That's why they're bench players. But the it's thing true. <laughs> the thing the thing is too, it's like you just hope that those role players are just although they're inconsistent in within their game you just hope that they're consistent at what they're supposed to be great at and that's why like when you have a spot up shooter catch and shoot uh guy whatever whatever he does well like you want them to be consistently good at that skill set and that's why i think when you do talk about someone like kevin herter and his role it's like it's disappointing when you're not shooting lights out or knocking down those wide open threes and um and then even you know davion mitchell not even seeing the floor anymore and he was something that he was someone that was like, hey, you're it's, people have that size advantage even on you defensively, so now you're not even giving us that because, you know, w- however you want to look
2: at it. I, I mentioned this probably a couple of weeks ago to you, but I'm just going to bring this up again. Especially on a night like tonight, you're on the second night of a back-to-back, right? <sighs> Make Kevin Harder play 35 minutes tonight. mm Allow him to fight go, through it. Fight through it, because if he's making the mistakes out there and you pull him, it's like, are, are you really getting anything? It's like, no, we're only going to ride you when you're hot. And if you make any mistake, you're the short lease stuff might not work for him. It it may work for other players. Even Sasha, I'm going. Sasha came in in the first half, and I felt like he came in right away, super active. You yeah. were talking about his length, tipping a ball out, just trying to create a second chance opportunity. He made a mistake in transition where I, I, I think he should have gone up and blocked the ball, or not, not try to block it, but at least try to contest it, and he went for maybe a swipe or something, and Brown got upset. I don't know what went down. But then he ends up playing tonight seven Eight. and a half minutes. Yeah. I'm like, let these guys fight through it a little bit. You know, I understand the frustration. We're trying to set a standard here. You got to play this way. Some of these guys may just need a chance to fight through it. Like face the adversity. The adversity doesn't necessarily need to be sit on the bench and think about it. The adversity needs to go, hey, you're one of seven and you're getting your ass beat multiple possessions in a row. Go out there and stop somebody.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? Get the stop and then I'm going to bench your ass. No, you know what I mean? Like,
2: just something to consider, I I,
3: think. I get it. No, and I I get that. And sometimes I I think about how we learned so much about Mike Brown's personality when he first came in as coach. OCD lays out his outfits. Um, So, organize all these things. So, sometimes what if his brain just clicks like that mistake? Don't make that mistake. You can do better. Um, Unacceptable. And you're right everybody's built differently as a human as a player as an athlete whatever and they're going to respond differently I think though it's the same thing that I say when you kind of understand the personnel of the officiating crew that you have you have to sometimes adjust to what they're doing and I feel like whether it's Kevin Herter or Sasha or whoever it's like you have to adjust to what your, the person that has control and power over your playing time, you have to adjust to what they're saying that you need to do perfect. And sometimes that puts the wrong type of pressure on you. Other times, it's like, I don't know the term right now because it's not clicking, but it's it's what, feet to the fire or
2: something? Yeah. fire Is that Go weird? get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we appreciate everyone hanging out with us tonight on Christmas Eve, Eve Make sure if you haven't yet hit the thumbs up and subscribe. You guys are the best. Gabriella says, I know the Kings were down by a lot, but they were still competitive. They didn't just give up like other times. I think if that's one area you want to give love to, it's like, hey, man, they Agreed. didn't just mail it in. Sure.
3: No, and no, 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 no. And not just uh, because I'm I'm totally there with you because it was a fun comeback that was coming um, I felt good basketball was being played within the comeback. Now,
2: yeah, it was good that line- defense wasn't being played. Right? It was that lineup of Fox, Keegan, Harrison, Ball, Barnes, Lyles, and Sabonis. Oh like yeah, ninety to seventy-two when that lineup uh, came in, and that lineup got them back in. You know, they and they got some stops. They were able to knock down some shots. A lot of
3: running, a lot of a lot of fast-paced yeah. basketball. It was interesting.
2: We didn't really see, you know they ran so much of the horn set the last time they played Minnesota. Like that mm. was after the post game we were talking about oh, Yeah, Mike Brown was like, we ran that like 30 something times or whatever it was where you bring, you know, two bigs or two players up high to screen for Fox and look out what could happen. I mean, Fox can get downhill, get to the basket, brings can, the bigs out. He can get a roller, right? Mm-hmm. Or he can maybe find a three point shirt, just create some action and with Fox's speed, his ability to get downhill. It could be trouble. We saw it last night in that game against the Suns. Suns. I forgot. Me too. Yeah, I was like, help me get was last in. night. It was last night. Um, I really didn't do that tonight. And I don't know what the reason was. Maybe they didn't feel like they, they could with the personnel out there. But I was a little surprised at that to try to cre- create some easy looks. Um, Where else should we go? I have... Other thoughts, just the bench. And we saw Chris Duarte get the, some, uh, a call. He That's hasn't really been playing at all. You know, very little minutes for Chris Duarte. Not yeah. really in the rotation at this point. He comes off the bench in the first quarter. Ah, just another mixed bag with him. I mean, he had he came in right away, had a nice defensive stop. But then I just feel like. He had a bad turnover, missing shots. He finally ended his three-point drought, which was great. Yeah. He was 0 for his last 13 threes. Oh, God. Before knocking one in. And, and he just really hasn't given the Kings much this year. JaVale McGee, that was a roller coaster ride tonight.
3: Uh, isn't it it, it? it always is. And sometimes you just hope it goes in the right direction, and it has before, and...
2: He'll go down, he'll contest a shot, get a great rebound. Yeah, that's exactly why you're in here. And then he'll like, have the ball in transition, pushing, with Fox on his side. Yes, yes. And he decides to go Eurostep. I'm going, give it to De'Aaron. He may give it back to you. He may let you dunk. Don't go Eurostep. Mm-hmm. And Mike Brown wanted to challenge it. He almost challenged it, but they it was too him. late. They didn't let him Ooh. do it. It was too late. And I was like, I'm glad you did. Because that play didn't deserve a challenge. That play deserved to foul. You don't need to do that, JaVel. Just just play the game. Go out there. Block some shots. Rebound. He had a nice pass tonight. I love that. He had a beautiful pass on a backdoor uh, cut. I forget who it was. We passed it to, but it was a really nice pass by JaVel McGee. But when he plays a little out of control, you're just like, you just... Whew, it's tough. And then he had another force where literally Mike Brown got right up and went and grabbed bonus,
3: Dude, short leash. And, yeah. and that that can affect some people. It can, I mean, with other people, it's like, it's just you got to higher your standards and understand what you're dealing with when it comes to playing time and everything. Tough, man.
0: Yeah. Really tough.
3: Super tough.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.
2: Uh, We mentioned that our podcast is presented by Northwest Exteriors. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for windows, what do you do?
3: You go to Northwest Exteriors.
2: I didn't have the song last night because (laughs) I was doing it on my phone, so I did it myself. A lot of people are buzzing about it. Wait,
3: did you you cut it and put it in the... Did you you really?
2: I just did it live. I would just say, simply the
3: best. No, I was just hoping you made it a drop so it's (laughs) the new song.
2: Yeah, I had time to do that today. That was... Oh, I mean... You... That was chippy. I had pee all over me. I, I mean, had poop all over me. We're getting ready for a game. You <laughs> think I cut last night's podcast and got a new drop. I don't
3: even know where I am right now. I so. can tell.
2: <laughs> I can tell. Uh, but seriously, if you're looking for new windows, come on there. Simply the best. Trust Northwest. Uh, Morgan, who's our rock and soul player of the game? Who would be your rock and soul player of the game? <sighs>
3: I think I said De'Aaron early on. I think De'Aaron... But then again, I just... I love that run from Keegan in that fourth. It was... That was... Oh, my God. We didn't... How about my rock and soul... um, uh, Not moment, but play of the game?
2: uh, How about you just do your Shreve Jewelers moment of the game if you're going to do one? Oh, that's a (laughs) good... Morgan is literally asleep, right? I think if... Hold on. Are you... Are you awake? (laughs) What? So you know what helps sometimes Santa? Is just a nice slap to the face.
3: Oh, okay. Let me slap you. But
2: no, I won't do it in a violent way, in just a way I'm gonna wake you up.
3: No, I'll wake you up.
2: <laughs> You're a mess.
3: Um, no. Uh De'Aaron, De'Aaron. De'Aaron's my rock and soul player
2: of the game. Interesting. Why? Um, my rock and soul player of the game is Anthony Edwards tonight, 34 <laughs> points, assists. <synthesis>, five <laughs> rebounds. No, no,
3: not the you're such a heel
2: go to rock and soul diner in sacramento they're at 10th and s just six blocks away from the arena and if you go there before king's game discounts galore especially when you uh, show them your king's ticket or you can get some discounts as well just by going there on a game day and watching the game there save money great food breakfast for dinner Mm. local king's fans that's a win appreciate the support of rock and soul diner
3: yeah yeah what
2: this podcast man I love Christmas Eve
0: Eve
3: I love Christmas Eve Eve no I'm sorry I'm so, like again it's the, this is the strangest feeling I've ever had <laughs> I didn't Let's think, talk
2: about this let's dive in a little I didn't think
3: I I didn't think I could do night I truly did not think I could do night chat and like I could cry and I'm not going to I'm not going to I was crying all night in my in my media seat just crying just crying just crying couldn't stop crying and like and then i didn't bring my extra makeup because i'm a moron and just what well, was triggering everything. this just everything i'm just are I'm, you just
2: like a baby that when you get tired you start crying
3: no i'm just so i'm so tired are, <laughs> are you going to cry now? no no i'm just crying i'm just like it's and oh. it, I'm, I'm just like really i'm just sad that like like there's just been there's been a lot going on and then I just start thinking about like all the people that have so much going on during this time that like lose family members, all those things and just like everything's making me sad right now. And it's just, yeah, I'm just, I'm running on, I'm running on empty and like, and then, and then this, the other thing too, I feel bad. You guys, it gives me so much anxiety when I don't have the energy to be like great at things. And I just felt like I wasn't great on the post game show. I gave so much in that pregame show I was like I gotta fucking rock this like I was just like go 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 and then as soon as I got to postgame I was like you got this you got this and I just could not think of words and it was like whoa this is not good and then when you said um night chat and I was like yeah I can I like let's finish on a good note and I can just like There's no words. I'm not good at describing what the fuck I'm trying to describe and excuse my language. But like everything that I'm going on tonight in my mind, it's one thing and out my mouth is another. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry for this performance, everyone. I will. I will bounce back. I just need I think if I just sleep, I think I'll be okay. That'll be okay. I'll be okay, and every and I'm so sorry for anyone going through anything hard at this time. Like, there, I'm so sorry. I just, I feel you. I feel you.
2: By the way, it's okay. You're going through something. It's okay. It's I, it's, it's, I so am. it's okay to feel. You don't have to. Just because you feel certain, it's okay. Oh well, there's nothing uh, fake about this podcast. Morgan, you're good. You're good. Let it out. Let it out. You know what this is? This is emotions. This is It's all everything so... you experience is a roller coaster ride, right? <sighs> Carlin is spine. Uh... Being across the country, being away, doing a whole bunch of work, the holidays are here. There's a but lot. I, I it's feel, okay. To I feel I feel this so way.
3: lucky in like perspective, you guys. I love all these opportunities and I'm so happy and that's why like I'm not complaining about I don't want anyone to ever think I'm complaining or like I want all the work in the world. Please give me more work. Like, don't take away work from me and think like I can't do it. You know, like, I'm always afraid. Like, Uh, this business is so hard and, like, you can just, like, these opportunities can be taken away and I just can't let that happen.
2: Sydney says, not Deuce laughing. This is a serious moment.
3: No, he's not. He's, trust me, this is this is good Deuce. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Yeah, I just, I feel it in this podcast where I'm like, Oh, I, I want to, I like, I'm having fun, which is, like, crazy, but it's, like, my breakdowns are just pure shit.
2: Well, let's go to 426 of the first quarter. When you <laughs> saw the Kings come out of the timeout, when they had that side oh. out of bounds play, what do you think about how Finch had Gobert and McDaniels position? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought...
3: I do want to get to my Shrief moment of the game because it was something that was so good. Behind-the-back Sabonis pass to Keegan corner three.
2: You know, man, I, I, I'm i not going to be the Grinch tonight. I'm Were not gonna you not going to give me that? You know, I wasn't. Because I just, like, I have a tough time. And you're, you know what? You're right. We're supposed to acknowledge the Thank good you. even with the bad. Thank you. But that play was awesome. You're right. Amazing. Sabonis goes behind-the-back to Keegan for three. Yeah. Amazing pass. The Sabonis dunk on Gobert is pretty sweet. And... It was one of those moments I went, Is this going to spark something? And it felt like yeah. it did kind of spark it a little did. something. I know they didn't win the game, but Sabonis with a nasty jam on Gobert. And he was yelled after. The crowd yeah. got into it. It was a sleepy crowd tonight because of the slow start. It, it,
3: that, that, but also like, I think sometimes too, taking a step back with any team in the NBA in any of these losses, like you can still acknowledge things without being considered a homer or just like too positive a person when you're breaking down or analyzing sports. It's like, no, that's what makes sports special. Even if it does end up in the L like let, let the players feel that on upon themselves. Like, can we celebrate these great moments still? And the answer is absolutely. Okay. That's goals, the answer.
2: 110, <laughs> Kings 98, our Sharif, jeweler's moment of the game. Morgan cries like a little bitch. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so you're going to say Sabonis uh, behind the back to Keegan. Yes.
3: God, that was.
2: For three. Amen. Yes. And then I'm going to add in Sabonis on Gobert. And I'm just going to note on this too
3: christmas eve eve
2: no because that's what the date's for oh Uh, i'm just getting morgan tears just because when i look back at this i'll be like why did we put down two kings plays when they lost it's big oh because morgan was sad because little bitch morgan was crying (laughs) and we had to to make her feel better yeah yeah we had to (laughs)
3: okay morgan we'll write down a king's moment of the game Jeez, man yeah thank you thank you for doing
2: that a great point luke do not ignore and defeat what you wouldn't ignore in victory <laughs> way to reverse that saying i love that, I love
3: that. <laughs> that's so great oh
2: uh, okay. so great I'm trying to think of anything else from this game i i just I, I thought early on a couple of things i wanted to mention real fast I thought it thought was interesting early where they blitzed Ant a couple of times and it kind of worked and then uh the kings were missing shots and i thought they were doing a good job getting in transition, the T wolves to get into their offense. And so they didn't do it as often as maybe I would have liked. They tried to do it. And I thought it was a smart play, especially when you don't have cat out there, you can maybe get away with it. But Anthony Edwards has turned into such a talented player too. He can make good decisions. 10 assists tonight. Anytime the Kings helped, it felt like they got picked apart and left go open. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. And it's tough. I mean, it's, <coughs> we that's another thing that they've been working on so much is throwing that double at the star player, throwing yeah. the blitz, where wherever whether it's at the half-court line or just like near the three-point line. And it's really hard for everyone to be in sync and rotate together. But if you practice enough or experience it enough together and execute it at a high level, that's how you keep growing off of it and you keep getting better. And I feel like... I feel like they need to keep doing it, though, dude. I guess that's my point. They need to keep failing to get better.
2: In the chat, someone mentioned that uh, piece of grind says, Jade McDaniel's defense on Fox in the fourth quarter should honestly be the Sharif Jewelers moment of the game. Yeah, Fox, by the way, in the fourth, 0 for 6. He was 0 for 3 from downtown, and he did look tired at times. Yeah, McDaniels is a problem. You know, McDaniels has done a nice job on Fox. But again, this is where, like... You got to have some support from your teammates. And luckily in the fourth quarter, Keegan got going. He had 10 of his 20, what, 20 points in the fourth quarter for Keegan Murray.
0: Wow.
2: And Barnes had seven. We should also acknowledge Barnes had seven points in the fourth, too. So they had some other guys step up. They were killed by what happened in the first half. You know, too many points in the paint. These are the numbers that really tell the story of the game. Mm. Kings, 8 of 33 from downtown. They score 98 points. Under 100 points. Minnesota has done that to teams like eight or nine times this year. So they're playing great defense. But the Kings, 98 points, 8 of 33 shooting. And then you look at fast break points. 28 to 5 in favor of Minnesota. Such a story. And then points in the paint. 66 points in the paint for Minnesota. Which... To be honest, it was on a different pace than that, right? Yeah. They had 44 at the half, so they finished with 66.
3: It's even shocking to see that their offensive rebounds, that they had seven offensive rebounds, but only converted to four points, right? Yeah. Like to four second-chance opportunities for— Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Um, but, but it was just the way that they were doing such a good job of just— being efficient in finishing. I mean, they shot 50% from the field, right? And you look at their 66 points. It was them driving to the basket. It wasn't as bad as a line drive consistently, like the Clippers game um, that we saw from multiple players. But it felt like at times a guy like Kyle Anderson, for example, would go down and it would just be an easy bop, bop off the glass, like just two steps. Um, and would obviously get his line drives in there. Uh, the two-man game with Gobert being a lob threat or just giving him a little pocket pass. Like, it. they they broke down the game so simply, and it was, like, beautifully done on both ends of the floor for the T-Wolves.
2: Minnesota's now 22-6 and six on the season. They're number one in the West. Are they going to be number one all year? I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see how their season plays out. Obviously, you look at what they've got going this year, and it's... It looks nice. Ann's doing his thing. We mentioned go Now that McDaniels is back in the fold, you get cat back. He was dealing with some ankle soreness. Then you got Kyle Anderson shifting back to the bench. You got Nas Reed. I don't know that. I love all of their depth, but their defense has been so good this year. So good. They're the best team in the West right now.
3: Yeah. There was a stat about them scoring or teams, uh, What was it? (laughs) Me trying to do a stat. (laughs) There's something about them holding teams to 120. Only five teams have scored 120 points on them.
2: Whoa. The The, Kings being one of them.
3: I think that's what it was. The Kings
2: did that in Minnesota.
3: And I'll double, triple check it just because, of course, I can't read anything right now. But, yeah,
2: we're just going to go with that. It's believable. Thank you. But, yeah, I, I... I don't know if I view them as a championship contender. I don't. Um, Not sure I I view them as that yet. But the West is just so open to me. It is pretty damn open. And if you look at it, sorry, I'm just getting distracted because it says we're frozen again. That's fine. And we are.
3: Oh, I have my stat while we're frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Should we just kill Streamlabs?
2: It's not Streamlabs. It's the internet, dude. The internet just keeps going out tonight.
3: Should we uh, Fiber? Kill Fiber?
2: If you guys are back, let us know.
3: Oh, no, someone says.
2: Is it Gone Gone? Let's see. I'll check it out. It's probably Gone Gone. No? It says we're back for the moment. Okay. Um, All right, guys. I don't know what the hell's going on, and this is really frustrating. Uh,
3: Do you want my stat?
2: I I don't care. Go ahead. Have
3: allowed their opponents to score over 120 points just five times this season. Yeah, so
2: you're right. I
3: was right. Thank you. People say we're back.
2: This is one of those that you go, do you even post this audio? You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Like legitimately? No, I I'm because it's just not good, and it's not. It says drop frame rates by twenty six percent. Jesus Christ, what? Yeah. So I I don't understand why we're having this. We're on. KOC is throttling your internet. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna end up being like last night where I, <laughs> I did a stream and then I did an audio version of the pod. Yeah. <coughs> wow. This is frustrating. Merry
3: Christmas, eh? I mean, this is supposed to be one of your favorite days. And it's honestly
2: turned into my worst now. Do
3: you think it's... Wait, what's the evil Santa name? Krampus? Yeah. Do you think it's Krampus? Messing with your... I wish it was
2: Cogatio here right now.
3: Cogatio.
2: Morin's trying really hard to get me out of this right now.
3: No, I'm not. I get it. I get it. It's. I mean, at this point, we should all just be drinking and... Just shooting the shit, because this is just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> the Kings next up, by the way, they uh, go to Portland.
3: Back to Portland. Take on the Blazers. Oh, wait, back to Portland, or just...
2: They go to Portland to take on the Blazers. Yes, they do. Um, You know what? I don't even know where to go now. I'm I'm flustered. Now I'm getting vulnerable. No, it's just annoying. It's just like, it has messed up multiple times tonight at the internet. And there's nothing I can do. I'm seeing these errors pop up left and right. It's Christmas Eve. I just want to have fun. That's all I'm trying to do. Talk some Christmas with people. And now all I'm thinking about is like, well, what do I do with the audio tonight? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's pure it, it's like, cut. It's like there's so much that's messed up. It, it's fine for a live stream. We can hang out. I like sure. This is kind of like a live Q&A, whatever.
3: Yeah. So You guys. Um, <laughs> what?
2: Just reading the chat. Go over the schedule. That's the good news, by the way. The schedule lightens up here coming up.
3: Oh, wow.
2: Portland, Atlanta. Charlotte. Atlanta, I don't know. That's always a tough one to me. Okay. So. Memphis. They're three and oh with Morant back. (sighs) Couldn't play you couldn't play Memphis
3: in those first 25 games. No,
2: no, no. You have to wait until Morant's back and scoring, by the way, 30 and I I think he had 30 again.
3: So annoying. I'm so annoyed. But there's a
2: lot of... There's there's some East teams you get to play now.
3: Yeah. No, that's good.
2: Uh, Sydney says, we've hit our ceiling. Good news is we're being consistent. Bad news, we can't win back-to-backs. Yeah. The back-to-back stuff, man. It's pretty, uh, pretty crazy. They haven't won a back-to-back this year. I don't think tonight was the reason... Like, oh, my God, it's a back-to-back. It's like, no, you played a really good team. I think the other perspective I'm trying to have with the Minnesota uh, game is that they beat them. They, they beat them there. They're cool. They're, they're even now. You went to their place. Minnesota has one loss at home this year. Yeah. It's to Sacramento. Oh, wow. I mean, is is the difference really Jaden McDaniels? Is that that's all? And maybe it is.
3: I mean, and, made a huge impact tonight.
2: This is what I'm. T- I mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned this with you. It could have been by myself. <laughs> when you look at moves around the league, I know I did. It was about Derek White.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Jaden McDaniels is another guy. Like, Jaden McDaniels, no one's going to look at him and go, that guy's a star. Mm-hmm. But, dude, is Minnesota's different with him, right? And his offense has gotten better. And now we already know what he can do defensively and what a difference he made in this game. And that's what I keep thinking about when I go, God, what can the Kings do? Everyone's so attached to like, Oh, can you get OG Sianca marking Levine? It's like, we got to think differently a little bit. Like what, what's a move that can add some more scoring, but also help the defense. Like what, what's something out there? Like it doesn't the have radar? to be a star guy. Okay. I can be in a, like I keep, I know Alex Caruso. Not gonna help your get you buckets, right? Yeah. Even though he's shooting well this year, but that guy gets after. It. He can defend.
3: I don't know. Is that a guy? What do you have to do?
2: Yeah. So. Hm. Anywho, uh, Corey and Chest said I joined the late, so I may have missed the convo. But why do we think the Kings struggle so much to score at times? This didn't seem to happen last year. Um. Well, I think specifically against like teams like Boston, Minnesota, they're just great defensively, and um, the King, the the Kings aren't hitting shots like they did last year. You know, I I think when they're at their best, the pace is high, like last night against Phoenix, and it looks great. But on a night like tonight, they were missing everything. Everything was short. Herter's missing. Keegan was missing early. They, you're over seven from downtown to start and you're missing shots. And it's like, and yeah, it's going to make your offense look really bad. Anyway, Morgan. Yeah. You need a rap. I can tell nope. Th- this stream has been probably. It's okay. It's just one of those streams. Yeah. But that's
3: just annoying to do. It's like,
2: what do you want to do? Well, what, 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 how do we, uh, what do we do?
3: yeah i don't know i think i think what we need to do is we just need to rest and and then come back strong because i even was just about to be like well let's go on at christmas after one of the christmas and it's like no no like like what are you an addict like calm down yeah yeah, just like step to the side like you can't be your best self unless you're like actually taking care of yourself
2: all right let's talk about christmas for a second we have to. You know, it's my favorite. I love Christmas Eve, and we're approaching Christmas Eve. The biggest thing I want to say, thank all of you guys for the support over this journey we've been on with this podcast. It's grown a lot over the last few years, and it's been so cool to see the community continue to grow. And every time we reach reach the holidays, I do get to the point where I'm like, we gotta we gotta give some love right you, you just feel i feel during this time yeah this time the end of the year and i just thank you guys so much we have so much fun creating content and that you guys engage with seeing you guys at the arena the amount of people at the arena tonight we're like deuce even last night deuce how's carlin how's the dog i'm like oh my god like
3: it's so, people. You, it's so kind.
2: People care. It's really cool. Um, And it just means a lot. It really means a lot. And you guys, I mean, tonight's a great example. Yeah. I think you kind of know how we feel when we do a podcast. Uh, Last year when we were all in this like weird spot because we took on a radio job that was way too much with everything going on. And we had many night chats where we were just like annoyed and whatever. And then anxiety. this year. This year's been fun. This it's year, this last year's been a lot of fun. as We are closing so 2023. I know we'll do that too. It's like, it is wild to think about. Like this last year. We're, we'll are we save that because we're going to be on New Year's Eve.
3: I was just about to say, you guys, that will be a fun night. We're so legit
2: you, doing a New Year's Eve show. So
3: if you're not doing anything that night and yeah. you want to hang out, come join the New Year's Eve show because it'll be fun. We'll make sure to obviously break down the game at a high level, whether it's a shit game or not. And then we can always um, explore just like
2: yeah, yeah. hanging out, yeah, yeah.
3: And Q&A, whatever. So.
2: Uh, no, but anyway, I just, I'm really happy with where everything's going and that this podcast the the support you guys have given this podcast has given us more opportunities to do tv and to do more things we love in this area i never want to leave sacramento i never want to have to get to a point where i have to go oh man may have to go take a job somewhere else like my goal is to be in sacramento for the rest of my career born and raised here i love it and i don't want that to ever change and so your guys's support propelling us to yeah. get different opportunities means everything.
3: I don't think sometimes like I, we can put into words what it means. Um, your guys's support means to us. I've obviously I can't put it into words tonight, <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, it's, it's truly special. It's something I never even thought I would ever experience in my life. So, Thank you always for just being there and even being on like some shitty stream nights like this, because what makes a stream night like this fun is knowing that like, oh well, we were all shitty together. It's not like you guys were shitty, but we all experienced us being shitty together. So thank you for being here through the ups and the downs.
2: Yeah. And I've mentioned this multiple times. Thanks for supporting this week with Carlin. Like,
3: and being patient. Oh,
2: my goodness. What a week. And it's weird how life throws you these challenges where you're, like, so excited. Going into this week, I'm like, Morgan, this is so exciting. You're going to be in Orlando doing games on ESPN and NBA TV. And, like, you're you're doing G League Showcase. This is awesome. I'm in Sacramento. I'm doing multiple games for pre and post. I got called in last second to do pre and post. And how fast it changed when, like, you arrive – in Landed. Orlando, and I called Morgan I'm like, hey dude, um I So Carlin, uh he's gonna need surgery on his spine.
3: His legs gave out and yeah. he was paralyzed and back and it's just like Yeah. What But here
2: we are, like Dude. And, and yeah. He's just making progress.
3: He is. And and no, and you think of and like it's just so great that he's alive and I just think about so many people that go through so many different things during the holiday time and um, whether it's just like not having certain people or you lost certain people in the last uh, year or whatever, I'm just, uh, I'm thinking of all of you. So hopefully if you're there and you need somebody, we're also <laughs> going to be around on New Year's Eve, yep. um, but we're always here too. So
2: if this stream was compared to a Kings game this Ooh. year, what Kings game would that be?
3: Well, at first I would be like Houston Rockets, like really bad. But I would say that
1: the
3: I, vulnerable moments have its. Mo- I would almost be like tonight. What?
2: I think it's Houston, and I think it's Houston because the Kings were shorthanded in that game. Like the, their best player was out,
3: and so in your and I'm out. Like I'm. Like, I'm not
2: saying you're out. There was just major adverse. No, I your love that you're player.
3: calling me Deer and Fox the best player. So I'm. I'm out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just think we. You know, it's just been a lot. So I think that's. It's probably the Houston game, or this. But this is one of the. This is by far. By far. By far. By far. Yeah. yeah. The worst stream of the season. And it's not because don't it's not don't own it like it's you. It's the internet. It was us. It's everything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I could have sat it's funny, I felt like it was one of those nights where I could have sat here and talked about things in life, but with the game, even the game, I had a I had a hard time retaining things. It was I was writing things down so I would for sure remember how the first quarter went um yeah it was just just gotta make sure you're taking care of yourself resting your brain and i'm gonna do that all right houston rockets game all right that's that's a dis thank goodness this isn't like the last part of the year because then i would be like no 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 let's start over right now we gotta go into the new year like sharp
2: Yeah. Are we going to record an audio one after this? What are we doing? How are we going to handle
3: it? I I just I don't have it. Like, what do you mean? I mean, I don't have it.
2: Appreciate you guys so much for being here. Thank you so much for hanging out for a bit. Morgan, go get some rest. Merry Christmas to all you guys. Happy holidays. My last thing on that, I know these times can be emotional. We all have family issues or loved ones that we lost or maybe people you're not connected with anymore. I hope you can watch a fun movie or play a fun game or listen to an old one of our old podcasts or something just do your best to feel happy in there these moments go. and appreciate yes. what you do have do a lego set like i did find <laughs> other ways and just know like we're thinking of you yes. we are like our yes. thoughts are with you so feel as good as you can and embrace the emotions that come with it if you need to cry <sighs> oh God I'm, damn it, cry like Morgan and yeah. that's fun. Cry like it's that's great. Be happy, it's laugh, amazing. cry, feel it all, but just know like a lot of people care about you and just enjoy this 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 time.
3: And we care about you. So and thank you so much for caring about us. We
2: love you guys, but we got to go.
3: Have a wonderful rest of your night. Happy holidays, bye. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and Moe, they tell you what they know. Deuce and Moe, Deuce and Moe, Deuce and Moe. The podcast
0: that you know. Deuce and Moe. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours...